Welcome to Your Divine Glow Podcast, the place where we illuminate your path to personal growth and spiritual development. I'm your host, Ashley, a spiritual life coach and your divine glow coach, and I'm excited to have you join us today. In this podcast, we embark on a transformative journey of self-discovery, empowering others to renew their mindset, elevate their confidence, and fearlessly pursue their dreams. Each episode will dive deep into the realms of personal growth and spiritual development, providing you with practical tools, inspiring stories, and powerful insights to support your journey. My goal is to help you rediscover your true self and to live a life that truly radiates your divine glow. Thank you for tuning in and being part of this sacred space. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to Your Divine Glow Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest in the building. My guest is a distinguished marketing professional and advocate for authenticity, a South Louis, well, sorry, St. Louis native and University of Missouri graduate. She has steered marketing campaigns for renowned brands like Google, Don Julio, and Unilever. My guest actively champions living authentically and inspires others to do the same. She's a speaker, poet, and the host of Power and Prose podcast and the creator of Cool Kids Cry Too, which is dedicated to empowering others to stand tall in their authority by showing up authentically. Woo, I can't even speak, okay? Please welcome Destiny Bonds to the show. You have a resume, okay? Like, let me let me just say that you have a resume. Like, I don't even I don't even know how you do everything that you do, but you have a list. <laughs> right, that's how. <laughs> but what's up, y'all? I'm so yeah. happy to be here. Yes, I am very much, very much surprised still to this till this day that I even connected with you because we it was it was odd just like reaching out to you i didn't of course we never met yeah and it was one of those things that i was like all right let me take a chance let me just go for it and it took me a couple tries i ain't gonna lie like i slid in your inbox i was like all right is she gonna is she gonna look at it is she gonna answer and you answered i was like oh shit <laughs> like oh my god i was surprised and then you said you was interested you know doing a call but yeah, it's like you just gotta gotta take that chance, man. Yeah, yeah, so, shoot the shot. That's all the yeah. kids be saying, you know. And I think yes. everybody is just a person, really. Like you just like it's. I think social our phones make it seem like okay, like what's gonna happen on the other end of this? So it's like well, there's a person somewhere yeah. on the other end, so they are gonna respond. Right. I'm right. glad you did, cause now. Yes, we- yes for sure. Well, listen. I've been very inspired by your journey um, just thus far. Um, I've told you, like, you came up on my recs and YouTube and, listen, you are doing the damn thing. And I really appreciate the fact that you, well, the reason why you came across my recs is because um, it was, you were more or less speaking about your journey from um, uh, advertising, you know, the corporate career to, you know, your self-employed journey now. And at that point in time, like the video that I watched, like you were just trying to figure it out. Like you were like, listen, I lost my job. Like, what, like this is what it is. And even like, I mean, that video has to be like older now, obviously, but it's like still to this day, you are still so raw 
and authentic when it comes to your journey. And that's what I really appreciate appreciate about you. Thank you. Um, so I just want to like take it way, way, way back because <laughs> um, I know now like you started off as a poet, right? Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> so like for me, how we get from like poet to pretty much an advocate, like, can you explain that to us? Yeah. Um, I think a lot of artists, if you paint, if you knit sweaters, <laughs> will tell you that they want people to feel something with what they create. That's like the point. Um, I think it starts off as healing for you, but healing always, we identify with other people's healing. That's what makes us human, I believe. And so... Mm-hmm. Um, I started writing when I was in fifth grade, so I didn't have any plans in fifth grade. We actually yeah. got an assignment. Um, it was Miss Pitt's class, love Miss Pitt's, and we got an assignment from her. And I just did the assignment. But then it was like, oh, you have to read it out loud to the class. Read it out loud. Everybody's like, oh, that was good. You know, we doing the little snaps and whatnot. And <laughs> so that's how it started as time goes on. So that was my introduction to even going from reading poetry to like, oh, I could write poetry. Great. Mm. But it's like, okay, now what? Um, There started to be things with just life where I needed healing. I need to be able to express myself. I needed a safe space. And my journal was always that for me. My notebook was always that for me. I could take it anywhere. If we in a car, if we in a mall, if we wherever, I could have paper and write what I wanted. And I didn't have to worry about being judged. I didn't have to worry about sharing with somebody, hearing their opinion before I even formed my own opinion. Like I just could exist. And I really, really needed that while I was growing up. So that was helpful. We get to moving to New York and I moved here for my little advertising job. I'm making me what I thought was a big girl coin. I'm like, okay, we'd have made it. And I get here um, and I was writing through that, through me moving, Mm. graduating from college, through just being in my 20s, like, girl, what's going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I actually wrote a poem about me walking home late at night and just not feeling safe. And I felt really good about it. Like, I was like, this mm-hmm. is horrible, but it don't feel too close. I feel like people can relate to it. It's a lot of women walking in the world that don't feel safe. And mm-hmm. so it was, like, relatable enough, but also personal. Like, I really was, like, clutching my bag, looking around, like, what's tea right now? And so that poem is called Streetlights, and it's my first poem I ever performed in front of people. And um, I kind of didn't plan on performing in front of people, but I did. And once I did, I felt free. I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. like, this is what it is when you share your gift with people. Um, I invited some friends out. Like, eight of my friends came. I was not expecting that. I sent the link to people like, hey, I'm doing this open mic night. If you want to pull up, pull up. Yeah. And they came. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, we had a whole little section. They're recording. We took pictures together. Like, it was just, I just felt so supported, yeah. which is what I was afraid of. I thought only my notebook would support me, and I was going to support myself. Mm-hmm. And to see that I didn't have to rely on myself for support. I didn't have to rely on myself for advocacy or for just affirmation um that felt really nice and mm-hmm. that was with people i knew there are people in the space that i didn't know and um they also felt my words and connected with me and we were just able to 
hype up each other. And I was like, oh, this is dope. Like, I need to feel this all the time. And so I went home that night. I had a roommate at the time, so I was talking to her. And Power and Pros came to my head that night. Like, mm. I did not plan it. But after that experience, I'm just like, okay, how can you keep this going? And that is how yeah. I got started. And I think um, yeah. I wanted to provide a space for myself to, I wasn't advocate for me first, right? I think that, like, I, that was something I wasn't doing or wasn't allowing myself to do to the fullness that I could. Right. So that's all I wanted to do. And then once I started to advocate for me, there be other people, oh, I can relate to this. Oh, I feel the same way. Oh, I whatever. And that's when you start to pick up, okay, there's some movement and traction here that isn't just beneficial for you. Other people need it too. Yeah, that is beautiful. I I feel like just the unfolding of just finding your voice, mm-hmm. right? And that, and then feeling empowered in that. Like, I can't even... even as you explain it, like I see you light up, like you, like you can remember that feeling being up on that like stage and that night. Like, have you ever? Do you do that often? The um, open mic. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> After that, this is 2019, so I did it three times, and then we went to a pandemic, so there was no open mm-hmm. mic anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, After that, I did writing workshops like four maybe five times um, over Zoom with people. I just put up a link and I was like, hey, I'm writing on Zoom. You want to join me? Yeah. Um, to kind of keep the spirit of community and writing up. Mm-hmm. And then after the pandemic, I was I'm trying to keep my job. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. I didn't perform after that either. Um, I've posted, I haven't posted a poem on YouTube in probably like two years, but I mm. used to share more on my Instagram and stuff like that. I yeah. think my poems have been shorter, so I like spoken word, but lately they've been like, you know, look, mm. Instagram poems or whatever. So I could yeah. share them, but I think there's something different when you hear a poem like perform for you. Like it's like expressed. Mm. Right. It's just different. Like if you go to a play, it's different than if you read the script, you know? Right. So I want um pieces that feel like nah y'all need to hear this from me but right now I feel like I'm just venting in poem form gotcha like it's more for you right now yeah and that's okay you know I feel like you know you have the gift it's Uh like whenever you're ready to share it again like we here for it so yeah Because I would definitely love to, I, I used to, like back in, um, when I was in college, um, me and my friends used to go to Philly and we would go to like open mic nights and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I miss that. Like, I don't, I haven't found a place, I don't know, maybe I, I'm not looking that hard mm-hmm. um, to, like, I, I just love the way like birds can just be interpreted and just the way, like, ugh, I mean, I'm no poet, but <laughs> listen, I'm here for it, Okay. <laughs> So we just we just gonna like leave that up to you, and whenever you drop, like whenever you want to go and do the, be on the stage, let me know. So, I will <laughs> be in there. But um, um, otherwise, I just think that's so beautiful, though. It's like you you finding your voice within just poetry itself, and then like moving into this space of like, hey, I want other people to find their voice too. Like, yeah. that is pretty dope. So. For power and prose, like the name is so powerful. First of all, I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't know what prose meant. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't. Um, and it, I mean, it's just, I like to say it's just another word for story. And everybody oh. has a story. I don't think everybody 
is a poet, right? So it could have been called Power and Poetry, but that's not what this is. Um, and it's just really you sharing, you being a storyteller. And when you own your story, that's where your power is. And mm-hmm. everybody has power. Everybody has a story. So it makes it, again, accessible for everybody. So you don't got to be a poet like me to listen to the show y'all tap in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So from, you're mentioning advertising, right? You were in the, um, how long were you in that field? Girl, six years. Wow. So, six years. Geez. well, yeah, it was straight out of straight out of school. Straight out of school. Nice. So, which was great. I was like, I need, Lord, I need to use my degree. Like, if I didn't <laughs> pay these people, I didn't went to school. I need to use my degree. So, I'm thankful yeah. that right out of school, I got an internship here in the city. Yeah. They hired me, so then I had a job right after school. That was yeah. great. Um, but yeah, that was past life. Yeah. At that point. I, I think, well, it actually goes together with who you are, right? To your core, because yeah. I think as a marketer, you've got to be good with words. Like you, I mean, that's all you got. Like, mm-hmm. you're just like, all right, I need y'all to buy this product. What words can I put? Because <laughs> like, listen, I have, a, I'm a, an assistant, an admin and marketing assistant. And when I tell you email, marketing, copy, all that social, girl. They need to get someone like you with the words, because I'm like, listen, we're gonna put go straight to the point. I don't, I don't know about persuading people with words, but it's the art. Like it really yeah. is. Like you have to like study for real. But when it comes to the marketing piece, I like I really commend y'all with that, and I, I could tell that that is like you were placed there for a reason. Like yeah, for you sure. know, um, and now you could do it for your own brand. So yeah. yeah, so that that's the good side. Um, so can you talk to us about just a little bit about that transition from advertising to now Power and Pros and you know Cool Kids Cry too? Yeah, um, it wasn't a transition that Destiny wanted at the time. I did want. I was over my job, like I said. I've been working in advertising. For a while, I went to school for it, so I'm a journalism major, but the advertising studies kind of falls under that. Okay. Um, so I learned about Nike in college and when I like like how they formed and how agencies work with them now, XYZ, and I was like, oh, this is it. So mm-hmm. I always was like enamored about how you could visually tell a story and like how we interact. We interact with so many brands on the day-to-day. Right. So that's what I wanted to do. Doing that. After a while, I got a promotion, and then the next title, I was like, oh, I don't want that. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't want that title. I want the money, I guess, but I don't want to do nothing that that person do. I don't want to do nothing the person above them do or the person above them either. Like, I don't want to grow in this at all. Mm-hmm. I wanted the promotion that I got to prove that I could get it. And then after that, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, <laughs> like, what else is going on? Yeah. So, um, I had all those feelings, but again, we just went through a, a pandemic. My agency, I've been at two agencies. Um, my agency, I mean, they did furloughs, they did layoffs, and I made made it throughout a round. So I was <laughs> like, okay, I need to just count my blessings and hold on to this coin right now, yeah. and we'll jump ship when we can. Yeah. Girl, I ended up getting let go. And I was like, <gasps> mm. like, what are you talking about? I was there almost four years, and so mm. I just was not accepting it. Like, you know, and so... Um, that happens. I was still applying for jobs, but I'm also still recording the podcast. I had the podcast before I was even working at my last job. Like, oh, wow. 
No, that's not true. I I launched it while I was there. So um, I was comfortable juggling both. Mm-hmm. I recorded the podcast before work. Then I went to work and worked. <laughs> that yeah. was my flow. Um, after I lost my job, I was still doing Pine Pros. Then at some point, I felt like I needed to like focus and just like clear my brain. And I wasn't delivering the best on the podcast. So I took like a little two, three month break. And then I came back because I just feel like, no, Power Pro is like, you got to talk to the people. You got to tell them what's going on. Um, I was starting to post more on YouTube, and that was really exciting. And I was like, I need to, my YouTube is called Power Pro. So I'm like, you're not recording episodes. Like, I don't know. I, you need to pop back in. Right. So I did. And the more that I was doing that and the more that I was interviewing for places, it was like, you don't want to do this. And you knew you didn't mm. want to do it before. You just want the security of working, whatever yeah. that means. But you want to get paid to talk and you're not getting paid to talk right now and you're doing it anyway. Like that's what you want to do. So um, I accidentally, but divinely from God was in a commercial. Um, I wasn't in it, but my voice, I like voiced over a commercial or whatnot. And Mm -hmm. it was for Chipotle. So because I was at the agency I was at, they were at Chipotle. I got the opportunity to do that and I got paid. And I was nice. like, hey. up. Like now we now we talking. Right. So with that. Then I have a friend who has a company and he needed people he needed somebody to moderate a brunch for creatives. He asked me to moderate the panel. Okay, mm-hmm. but we moderate that. Then I mind you, I'm still doing my YouTube and my episodes and building my community on my own. Yeah. Then there's this group. We need somebody to come talk to some young girls. Are you down? It's like, yep, yeah, I can do that. So it just keeps being like Speaking opportunities are popping up, but yeah. any ad marketing sales job yeah. to not getting there. I make it to the final round of something, then it's like, oh, budgets got cut. Oh, somebody yeah. else got more experience. Oh, whatever. And mm. so I'm like, okay, I just need to find the right marketing thing. Like I got let me be let go so I can get the right job. And that's true, except it's not the job that I want. <laughs> It was going to be. Right. Um, it came to a point where I was like, okay, I'm not giving Prime Pros as much as I could give it because I'm spending a lot of time on LinkedIn. I spend a lot of time interviewing. Yeah. But I'm not getting the things. I don't think God wants me to get the things. I have no way to confirm that, but yeah. I feel it. Like, I feel like that's what's happening. And I kind of don't want it either. Yeah. So I have to make a decision. And um, my therapist was like, I don't know. And I was like, I think I'm going to take a month break from applying for jobs. Mm-hmm. Just, okay. And so I did because that's all I could handle. I was like, I, I was like, God, I'll give you four weeks. And right. if I for four weeks, we back on LinkedIn. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Not you giving him a. <laughs> oh, for sure. I think you can give, what if you want a Bible gave God ultimatums? Like, if you don't. If you don't do it for me, it ain't gonna get it done. So I was like, you gotta do something. Yeah. We just said that four weeks, mind you. I'm not popping. I'm not a millionaire yet. So that didn't right. work. But I got more affirmed of like, okay, I got I got a couple more listeners this month though. I got da 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 right. So it's like I started to get a little bit of growth. Um, yeah. They gave me the confidence that I needed. But I went back to LinkedIn a couple times. I was like, all right, somebody give me a new opportunity. DM me something. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll talk to them. Like whatever. But then I was like, oh, I think I'm going to take a two-month break from applying to other stuff. And I'm just yeah. going to talk about Palm Pros. It started to be like, I started to get more and more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I woke up and I was like, 
I don't think I'm applying for jobs anymore. And I was scared to tell people. I want to tell my mama. I want to tell my friends. I was like, people are going to think I'm lazy. They're going to think I'm making this up. They going to, I don't know. I was like, maybe I'm scared I'm going to get fired again. Like I was thinking all of these things. And I think some of those things are true. But I also think that I, the Holy Spirit is trying to tell me something. And it was like, yeah. you're going to listen or you're not. You don't know what's going to happen. And that's okay. But tap in. Yeah, yeah. That, listen, you was like, I am betting it all on me. And at the end of the day, like, that's what just how it has to be. Like, at this point, it's like you try, you try, but you keep, like, hitting that wall. So it's like, why am I going to keep, why? Yeah. I'm going to keep hitting the wall. Obviously, I need to pivot. And that's the biggest thing is, like, sometimes we're kind of hard-headed and we just, like, we just keep going. That's what they say. I mean, it's kind of like insanity, you know. Yeah. It's like you keep you keep hitting the wall. Don't don't just you just gotta go. Mm-hmm. And and I'm happy that you had the awareness, right, to say like, you know what, I really don't want this. Like, and that's okay. But I don't know what's gonna happen. But mm-hmm. I know that you know God. I gotta trust you. I trust myself to make the right decision. And you know, I'm gonna pursue this. And um, I always go back to when you say I am the job because I really love that. Because I, that's like the thing that um, really keeps me going is like, you know, I, very similar to you, I've been like trying to find a different, another job for like a, over a year now mm-hmm. um, or close to a year. But listen, it's just, I've been hitting that wall. I've been like, there's nothing. I could send out my resume, have an interview, nothing. So I'm like, all right, God. Like, you really want me to pursue this thing, right? Like, okay, because when you think about it, right? Like, let's say we did get the job. Like you said before, we have no time to work on what we need to work on. I'm Mm going to spend like an hour or two before work. We work that long day. Then we got to come back. And then it's like, how likely are you... I mean, hey, dedication is... But we human too. Dedication is everything, right? But I do think there are certain times like... (laughs) <laughs> right now it's holiday season uh-huh. you know what holiday season looks like in advertising like it could be depending on what client you're working on it could be crazy one of my friends worked on the mean girls and walmart campaign like that was like mm-hmm. a huge thing um i've done two super bowl campaigns super bowl season is insane like spend millions of dollars mm-hmm. so it's like you're putting in a lot of hours so after work what are you talking about? After work, I need to go to bed because I have to do this over tomorrow. Oh, so there's no yeah. space for it. And honestly, I think I had another signal because when I was looking for new roles, I was trying to figure out how I could bring Power and Pearls Destiny to the new position. Like I wanted to work at Twitter so bad. I love Twitter. I, think I just mm-hmm. I really do. The app sure has it changed, yes, but I am a Twitter girly. Yeah. So, um they have faith at Twitter. They have Twitter Blackbirds. So I'm like, okay, the black community at Twitter popping. They doing stuff in the office. Like, yeah, you got to go back to the office, but it's popping in their office. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And then they are hosting events of faith at the office. What? Like, I was like, oh, this is perfect. Yeah. I can do something. Even my last job, I did my first live podcast show at work. Like, I was oh, wow. trying to bring podcast destiny power and pros destiny to these positions where that's not what is 
in my job description. That's not what they're looking for. It's an ad until it's not, right? Mm -hmm. But that's when I was like, yeah, that's what you want to do. And that's why you're trying to figure out, even though it really doesn't fit, how you can bring that over here. Because that's the actual mark that you're trying to hit. And I have to get real about that. Yeah, that is... I mean, in that moment, did you... What did it take, I should say, what did it take for you to make that move into fully being self-employed? I mean, yes, you lost the job physically, but like mindset-wise, what did it take for you to do that? Mm, I'm still working on mindset-wise, but I think too many coincidences, too many, that's I say that's crazy all the time. I'm like, God, you're insane. That's (laughs) Because that is only the only way that could have happened is if you orchestrated that, right? So I think too many of those, it's like, is it insane? Is yeah. it, it a lot of coincidences? It's not. Like, this right. is now a divine order. That's what it is. Mm. And so um, I posted the Chipotle commercial on my socials because, girl, I'm in a Chipotle commercial. Like, what? Right. <laughs> right. I posted that because I'm used to working on the commercials, not being in them. Yeah. And I got paid. Like, what? So I'm sharing it. And then my next speaking engagement, um, I did like, you know how MC like do like the BET awards and whatnot. Right. I got to do that for this advertising award show. Oh. And I didn't apply for it. Somebody saw the commercial. They played it for their team. So their team heard my voice. And then they were like, oh, let's get this girl to MC our award show. And I got paid for that. Wow. So I, like, I didn't ask for the Chipotle thing. I just was at the right place, the right time. Then the next thing, I posted something that ain't have nothing to do with these people. I didn't even know these people were talking about me. I didn't know they were looking for what they was looking for. And then they hit me. And it's also paid at a time when I need to get paid. Like, you know, so I think after that, then that award show, I pitched to MC another award show. They said, yeah. And yeah. I got paid. So it's like, well, you getting too many... Oh, I just, yeah, I just, they just paid me. I don't know. It's like people ain't just paying people nothing. Like, that's not right. Thing. You are fulfilling a need that they have. And that yeah. means that there's something here. Listen. So that really started to help be like, okay, you're not making this up. Cause I think that was a huge mental block I had. And I think when you're going to do anything, the question is, how do I know if God speaks to me? How do I know this is what God wants me to do? Is this my purpose? X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you don't know. Right. And so if you feel something, you excited for like 0.2 seconds. And he's like, <laughs> but is this it? And right. you're like, because you're like, I don't know. That's <laughs> real. That is so but real. That's where I was. I was like, well, maybe Pound Pros is comfortable because I've been doing it since 2019. Maybe this is all I got. So that's why I'm dedicated because I have nothing else to do today. Like, you know, I was like saying those things are kind of negative. And when I started saying like, no, the speaking thing is keeping you fresh. So when these new things come, you're not like, oh, let me figure out. It's like, no, you know how to do it because you've been doing it. Yeah. Oh, fair. Right. And then I still need to market so you can use your advertising. It's like all of it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm not that smart and I can't see into the future. So it's like, right. So this has to be what God wants me to do, at least right now. Because yeah. it's all working out and I didn't make it work out. Yeah, girl. Like, like first of all, God sent for you. God said, listen, you ain't got to do much. Just 
just do you, do <laughs> you, and they gonna come for you. Like you didn't have to go searching nowhere. And yeah. on top of that, at the time that you needed it, of course he knew he was like, listen, don't even worry about it. Just do what I asked you to do. Mm-hmm. And everything else is, is already taken care of. That yeah. see, that makes me like just cheese from the inside out because I'm just like, God is so good. He's just so faithful. Like he'll come, like you don't even know. Like you didn't even know. You was just like, I'm gonna just do the commercial. Hey, what's up? Like literally your burrito's good. What's up? Like, <laughs> that's it. Now you got like five, four things lined up. Like that's crazy. Yeah, no, wow. Yeah, wow. Well, listen. I, I'm not mad. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to get take these gems. Okay, I hope y'all getting these gems too. Because listen, <laughs> you clearly got them. I wanted to say too, like with um just like how do I want to say this? Because your your like it just stems from like I want to know like just going to the past a little bit. Like, have you always been this confident in your voice? Like, I know you. I know like okay. Poetry-wise, right? Like, you started with poetry. You did it yourself. But, like, it was... I know you mentioned the stage. But, like, even with the people around... Like, your close friends, let's Mm -hmm. say. Or, like, your family. Like, were you as open with them? Like, when it came to, like, voicing your opinion or, like, just... Or you just always kept it to yourself? Um, I think it shifted in my teens. I definitely was quieter... When I was younger, it was just like, I'm just my my business. I like reading. Mm-hmm. So it's like, girl, I'm going to read my book, my my business. <laughs> that mm-hmm. was what I, did. I do think for sure, I'm sure I have opinions. I'm the oldest. I only, I only have one sister, but I'm the mm-hmm. oldest. So it's like, yeah, I was the older sister. Gotcha. <laughs> sure. But I, I still remember um, I used to run track. And the older girls, I used to like, oh, they're just like, bigger than me, they're faster than me, they're whatever. So it's like, I have plenty of memories where it's like, I did not think I was the baddest in school, baddest in the game, like, at all. <laughs> but I think there are moments, as you get older, you get more opinions, so you have more things to share. Like, when you're eight, yeah. it's like, what do we got to talk about for real? Yeah. <laughs> so, but I also think I got people around me that I felt was like, okay, like, y'all, I only got about three friends, but y'all's my people, you know? Like, I can mm-hmm. share with y'all. Um, and that really helped. I was writing a lot. So when I was a teen, oh my God, I like wrote every day. Yeah. Um, like, you know, it's like, what else you got going on? And right. that really helped. Um, yeah. and I feel like I didn't feel heard. So I feel like I needed, I was like, oh, you're not hearing me copy. Let me make sure that y'all hear me. So I feel like it was kind of, um, I felt threatened a little bit. And so I was like, okay, well, that's got to advocate for deaths because who else is going to do it? Right. And as I went through college and then younger in my 20s, I feel like it started to morph from like, you don't always have to talk to get attention or to, because you got an attitude. But you know, like, it's like, it it doesn't have to stem from that place. Or if if you do feel those emotions, it can come out differently. So that's, the thing but confident always no always have opinions i feel like everybody always has an opinion do i always feel like i could share my opinions no Mm. how did it start i think i felt intimidated and and like if i don't share 
something's gonna happen. Like it's like it's mm-hmm. like a now or never type of thing. Yeah. Um, sometimes I, huh, sometimes I still have that feeling of like, oh no, this is important. Like I need to share this right now. And so there are mm-hmm. times when things are uncomfortable to share yeah. or feel maybe right. as confident or whatever. But it's like, no, this is this is the time. Like you have to do it. Yeah, it's like that uh, feeling of conviction, really. Mm-hmm. It's like, I already, mm, do I really have to? But yeah, yeah I know. Um, <laughs> I would ask because, too, like, with finding your voice and you helping other people find their voice, of course, it you know, slipping back into authenticity. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to know, like, how has your understanding of authenticity just evolved throughout these transitions? Um, I mean, coming from... The poetry at younger age to the stage to the advertising to just now mm-hmm. like how that how has that um really evolved and your understanding of it it's evolved a lot um i'll start at 2023 i think i'm posting more on youtube posted on tiktok today like i'm my newsletter went out podcast episode went out like i have more channels in people I'm sharing with that I don't know and I've ever mm-hmm. had in my life. Yeah. So for authenticity to be my brand or just, it's and when I say brand, it's like what I strive to be, period. Like if I didn't have a YouTube, I still want to be an authentic person in the grocery store, you know? Yeah. So I think that because you, I'm sharing um, or any person that's sharing, when you think about authenticity, it seems like you need to put all your business on front street. Everybody needs to know everything about your everything. And mm-hmm. what I'm realizing now that I don't think I felt even when I first started is that that's not true. Like I don't have to tell everybody what I ate for breakfast every day. Like I don't have to do that if I don't want to. All my deepest, darkest traumas, like girl, you're not my therapist. Like I don't have to share those things. Um, but then there are some things and that doesn't mean that I'm not being authentic. That's also my truth. That's all of our truths that we can hold our truths for ourselves. Like that is a thing. Um, I think, so even that having a, having a authentic read on what I feel like I'm comfortable sharing versus what I'm not. Why am I comfortable sharing something versus why I'm not? Um, if if it's fear of judgment, Eh, now we're getting into like a weird space where if it's just like genuinely you're still healing from something, okay, that's mm. your that's your truth. That you're still healing from this, and you aren't ready to share that. Like that's okay. Yeah. Um, but I think it has definitely changed. Or right? when I was younger, or even when I first started the podcast, I think I was worried. I'm like, how am I gonna have episodes every week? I don't even have things to talk about mm. every week. I don't even have. I don't need y'all in my business like that. But then I was like, well, what? who's going to be in your business? Because you're going to be my listeners. So my first episode and I had people listening, I was like, oh, no. I was like, it's going to be So I think at that point, it's like, okay, I got to have something. And uh, I think like my eighth episode was Power and Vulnerability because mm. my first seven, I, it was weird. I was trying to figure out, okay, I'm sharing something about me and my roommate, which is real. But yeah. also the next week, I'm not going to give you something that's that deep. Like, it's like, yeah. I, I don't know. So I was very teeter-tottery with it. And I think that episode helps me be like, there is power and vulnerability, but I hold the key to when that door gets opened or not. And I yeah. think that is um, 
I'm just naturally a sharer, I think. Sometimes I don't like it, but it is a thing. So yeah. it's going to come out. Like, I don't have to try. And knowing yeah. that that's the authentic thing about me makes me mm-hmm. feel better. Because sometimes mm-hmm. I share stuff and it's like, oh, I ain't planning to say that. But there we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, being authentic means you're opening yourself up to more of those, like, people, places, and things, right, that are more that align with you. Because if you show up as, like, your representative, then, I mean, you're not really living in your truth and you may align with someone or something that just not going to stick to begin with. Yeah. And um, that's what I also strive to be. And, like, even on this platform, right, like, I bring people up here that want to speak their truth, that want to, like people like you that are very much authentic and raw. Like I love all your videos that you drop. Like um, I did catch the one uh, when you went live yesterday. And um, I mean, you went live like back to back, sis. Like, I know, I and I do not do that. <laughs> and you you said that you was like, this is so spontaneous. Like I just was like, this is he's like I just felt like coming on here like I'm like all right cool we we here for it though yeah. like you know and that's the thing it's like we are not it's like we're trying to figure it out with you too you mm-hmm. know and even though it doesn't to me I don't know matter numbers don't really matter to me you know like yes like I appreciate the people that like of course tune in that mm-hmm. are subscribed and stuff but like Jesus had 12 disciples. Hey. Like, all I need is, like, if at least I'm speaking to one person. One person's like, yes, I resonate with all that. Like, that's it. I'm good. And it's like, you know, because I I feel as if us being authentic has, has a reach, right? Like, so if that one person is impacted, they could tell that person. So that person is that person. It's like, it's a chain. And all of us are going to just get, get together eventually. Yeah. Like, and, you know, it's the, it's the impact for me. It's never the numbers. It's never like, I got to be on these social sites with like 1 million followers. No, absolutely not. Like, that to me is not authentic. That's not, to me, is just like, I'm just trying to be out here looking like I got it together and flexing. And that, save save that for somebody else. I do not have it together. I definitely, I thought about, you know, the girls doing Vlogmas. And I was like, video every day. And I was like, oh, I can't. I'm sorry. Like, I do not have Mm -hmm. it. a video every day. Are you kidding me? Um, I also think authenticity for me is a removal of, which I think you kind of touched on authenticity for other people. Mm-hmm. I used to be a people pleaser down. Like, yeah. what are you saying? Yep. Do you need something? Do you need me to morph? I can do it. I'll be the best morpher you ever seen. Like, you know? <laughs> and it made me feel good because I needed the validation. I needed to feel like I'm useful. I needed like all mm. the things that you get from people pleasing. I needed it bad. Like put it yeah. in my veins. Yeah. And the more that I realize I already have those things with guys, of course I forget I'm human, mm-hmm. but the more I realize like God has put his stamp on you already. You're already good. You're already, you in that room to be able to try to people please these people because God put you in that room. Like you're already there. Yeah. Then I was like, right. And then sometimes people pleasing don't work. You try to please the people and the people are not pleased and you not 
either. And now yeah. you're pissed and they're pissed and nobody's happy. And you're like, nah, I didn't change my day for you. I changed my whatever. And it's like, they didn't ask you to do that actually. If they did, but it didn't benefit you. I don't know. Like, did you, do we really attain the goal? So the more that I started to swap my people pleasing for let's please destiny and God first. Like that is first. Right. And like you said, it'll trickle on to other people. I'm there's never a day I wake up and I only please me and God. If it was, Jesus did that, so hey, it's cool. But <laughs> there's always like I'm gonna text my best friend and she's like, Oh my gosh, I need to hear that. Boom. That's already one person. Okay, then you post a video. Somebody that I don't know mm-hmm. that watched the video impacted. Okay, boom, right? So it's like it goes mm-hmm. on. Yeah. And I feel good because I'm like, okay. I did what God told me to do. God's like, yep, you did what I told you to do. We straight. And mm-hmm. then I ended up getting what I want, which I do want people to be impacted by what I do, right? But it's not at the sacrifice of me not being fulfilled or happy. Right. So it's a huge shift. Yeah. Death two years ago was not doing. Yeah. It's, I think it's the culture, right? Like, I mean, on social media, they say, oh, you got to post every day. You got to do, that's pressure. Like, I don't even want to be on social media every day. I want to be in the real world, living life. Like, yeah, it's it's good, it's good and all to post here and there. But, like, I'm not breaking my back for all of that. Like, yeah. if as long as you, you know, post the content, God's going to make it work regardless. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it, it has nothing. It's beyond the physical for me um, all the time. Because it's like, as like you said, pretty much like as long as you're obedient it's going to get to where it needs to get to so part of your that's part of my authenticity like some days i don't want to talk to nobody i want to put on a movie and be my pjs like you know so i think even for me to show up every day that's not the real desk either (laughs) you know yeah so yeah it's, it's definitely freeing when you figure out like what what is me like what's naturally me Mm -hmm. and roll with that yeah so with just i mean we we've been talking about god this whole episode and we're gonna talk about god continuously but what is well i could say this how has your faith just played a role in this whole journey like what does your faith walk look like especially right now because i feel like it's very uncertain right now (laughs) I mean, a little shaky, but how would you describe describe your role of faith within this whole, whole mm-hmm. thing? Um, my word of the year is surrender. Come th- okay, I love that. That is what it has been. I had an idea about my career. He was like, give me that. <laughs> <laughs> I had an idea about how much money I was going to have in my bank account. He was like, it's gonna look a little bit different. Um, places I thought I was gonna go, people I thought I was gonna kick it with, give me that, mm-hmm. right? And not even a give me that on like a, I'm a snatch it. I was like, not gross sisters from proud family type of deal, but just like, no, like hand it to me. It's like that image, you know, everybody be posting it where he got the bigger bear behind his back, but you got the little bear. You don't want to get a little bear because it's the only bear you have. And that's like, but I have a bigger one. Like I'm trying to tell you, yeah. I'm like, that's what it is, which surrender comes with trust. Yeah. I surrender my safety to the pilots and the flight attendants when I get on a plane. Right. And I don't think about it as much. Some people planes, you know what I'm saying? It's not their thing. But for me, 
I go to sleep on every plane I'm on. Like, like right. let's get this thing in the air so I can take my nap, you know? Right. And I feel like God wants that same thing. The flight attendants don't body me to get on a plane. I willingly come mm. and I still for the process. If you say it takes six hours to get from New York to LA, it takes six hours to get from New York to LA. Let's let's get it. Yeah. And I feel like God's like, okay, if I say it take eight months for you to get more subscribers on YouTube, I want you to just come for the ride. I got you. Yeah. You take a nap. Go to sleep. Like it's like I got. We got snacks coming. Like you're good. Yeah. Yeah. But I am the pilot, and you're not the co-pilot. Like you. You sometimes you're the co-pilot. Sometimes you're the passenger. Like I don't need you to do nothing but passenger things. Passengers, Ooh. chill. They're watching movies. They're they got the cord. Like you know what I mean. Yeah. And so that is hard. And mm. what I do is sometimes that seatbelt sign is on. I'm supposed to be in my seat. <laughs> and I'm like, God, I'm going to just walk to the front real quick. I'm going to just try to see how close we are <laughs> to where I think we're going. Because I don't even know where we're going, first right, of all. Right. Which is why I can't be the pilot. I don't even know, right? But I keep being like, well, I think we're safe. I could take my seatbelt off and go to the front real quick. Yeah. And he'd be like, what are you doing up here? Like, <laughs> I yeah. need you to be over here. Like, there's something for you to do. There's passenger things that yeah. are not pilot things. And so that has been the challenge this yeah. year. That has been the goal this year is like, you can have ideas, you can have visions, all of that. But even mm. that, surrender it to me. So if you off, I can tell you you off. If you on, I can encourage you to go down that path, right? But yeah. if you are like, I can't believe I can't, I'm, I'm in a plane right now, da da da, da. It's like, okay, it's going to seem like it's taking forever to get where you want to go. Mm-hmm. And it's really not, but that's how it feels. So, um, yeah, this year, my walk with God, <laughs> it's been different than years before. I feel like um, I'm learning what trusting God looks like a little bit different this yeah. year. And um Trusting myself too. And that has changed how I look at God because I think a lot of times we talk about trusting in the Lord, put his word above your word, like your his thoughts harder than your thoughts, his ways are not your ways, X, Y, Z. All that's true. Of yeah. course. But God created us and He gave us visions and ideas and dreams and people to connect with and all the things. And I think I got so intimidated that I don't know where I'm going, I don't know what I'm doing, that everything feels new and fresh. Then I was like, if I got a thought. I was like, all right, well, I need to pray and and fast and like, let me ask 10 of my friends and see if they feel the same way, then I'll know. And mm-hmm. that's not what God wants you to do right now either. And that felt weird. I'm like, oh, well, you're changing my whole life. So I should get some opinions and some thoughts. You said good counsel is good. You're supposed to walk in wisdom. So I'm like, I'm getting the wisdom. Yeah, so, yeah I just want you to just do the thing. Like, I, like we're working together. Mm-hmm. And I know it seems like I'm just, I took everything and like, you don't know what's up, what's down, but you do know it's, we're just, it's like, you know, so it's yeah, like, yeah. it's been a lot of trusting God, but also relearning what trusting me right. looks like, right. um, which is really sweet sometimes. Yeah. Like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it's, a, it's, I don't even I can't even explain that part though. Like, cause I, I can relate. Cause that's, I mean, I haven't really assigned a word for the year. Um, mm. 
I guess I should start doing that like for 2024. But like yeah. this year too, I would say surrender has been the biggest thing. Cause I always felt like I, I had some type of control over mm-hmm. stuff and I'm like, absolutely not. Like I, I was like, yeah, this is going to happen this way. And I'm just, and I, as I always say, it's like, it always gotten me into sticky situations. Like mm-hmm. I, I forever more, I've learned my lesson to just let him lead and let him be that pilot. And yeah. I don't ask questions anymore as as much. I mean, with keywords, as much. Because okay, I was like, I ask questions. No, I, I ask questions still to this day. But as much, listen, I, I it's, it's really hard sometimes because we see the physical of like, yeah, it don't look like I'm going to get this today or mm-hmm. next week. And, mm-hmm. But we always, you know, as the Bible says, and don't quote me because... I'm so, I think you know your scripture up and down, sis. But like me, listen, I need I need it in my in my face. But it's it's pretty much like you know faith in the things unseen. So mm-hmm. it's like I have to know that in the spiritual realm, like things are popping off for me. Like mm-hmm. break, the chains are breaking. Like I'm like I'm where I'm supposed to be in the yeah. spiritual realm. Physically, I may not see it. I may not feel that way. But I have to really remain strong and grounded in knowing that, like, listen, he's not going to, like, lead me mm-hmm. to destruction unless I, myself, in my flesh is like, man, bump that. We just, yeah. <laughs> we going elsewhere because it's not looking what it's looking like. But, you know, I really commend you for staying strong in that. Like, yes, it's hard. It's tough. But, you know. You make a conscious decision every day to say, look, you know what? I, I'm not perfect. I, I Listen, I'm I'm not meant to be perfect. I'm human. And I'm just going to at least try. You know, that's the biggest thing. It's like you just try. Which leads to my next point because you was going in. And I love this analogy that you um, you really, uh, I don't want to say pitch, but like you, you laid it down on us in, in the recent video. Um, and you was like referring to Mario Kart. And I was like, I like Yoshi too. Like, Yoshi, my sorry. Yoshi is that dude, like for real. But I was like, yo, that's so good because we don't really well, first of all, it, it goes back to this. You were mentioning the start button. Like, all you gotta do is press the start button. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that that's it. Because you won't know, like, just talking about like the game console in, in general, you gotta turn it on. You got to press the start button to play the game. You got to pick the character. You don't know how the character is going to work until you pick like, and just use them time yeah. after time after time. And then you were talking about just learning. Girl, if I could, listen, it's the poetry. It's the poet. It's, <laughs> listen. I was like, I did say that. Yeah. <laughs> listen, I was paying attention. I was like, girl. You- no, it's hard for me to start. Like, I want to know every level of the game before I start. I want to know where am I going to cry at? Where are the bumps? Where the... I actually don't want to cry at all. That's the thing. So I'm trying to figure out how can I start this thing? How can I go up to that person? How can I travel to this country? And we don't have no problems. Like I want the girl show to be the best girl show anybody ever had. I want my launch, best launch anybody ever seen. I want this video, mm. best video you ever encountered, right? And that standard 
it ain't even a standard God has for me because he knows I'm not perfect. So he's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't even need you to do that. <laughs> but that's the standard I have for me. And it makes it hard for me to press the start button. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. well, I've gotten some info, but I don't see all the pit holes yet. So let me look for more information. That's how I get in the loop. I get mm-hmm. in info loops. I will strategize down like i have so many notebooks and plans and whatever and i'm not saying that's bad we're supposed to write the vision make a play we're supposed to go with wisdom you could avoid a lot of things if you think about scenarios that could go wrong because then you could fix them before they happen like all that Mm -hmm. true but when you start to continuously build narratives that'll tell you something isn't going to work Where's your faith at? If it tells you, mm-hmm. like, you out there on your own, I thought she was walking with God. If it tells you that you're not going to mm-hmm. be impactful, I thought the whole reason why we was doing this was to be impactful. So when you start to get there, it's like, oh, we have lost our way. Like <laughs> We yeah. have gotten off of the path because I don't see faith in nothing you talk about. Everything is dependent on you. Mm-hmm. And that's why you want everything to be perfect because if it's not perfect, you'll fail because mm. you don't have God and nothing you talking about. So I have to watch that. I think, um, I just think, I don't know. I think it's wise to be wise before you do things, but mm-hmm. I also can talk myself out of doing something because I have made it the destiny show and not, mm. Hey, this is God's show. I'm y'all host tonight. Like, you know, and that's yeah. really, it's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. How do you, how do you want to break free from that perfectionism? Mm, I feel like taking little steps is not a huge thing. I feel like if I even tried to perfectly break perfectionism, I wouldn't because I'd be back in it, right? So I think mm. it's little steps. I launched my brand today, which is armor for the affirm we're called to put on the armor of god every day and as y'all can hear that's hard to do at times part of the armor Mm -hmm. is staying up in your word it's hard to read your word every day sorry like it is we're called to pray every day sometimes you don't want to pray it's like god i don't have no words for you babe like you know sometimes Mm -hmm. it is um the shoes of peace are you kidding me? I've been feeling anxious. Like, what peace? Like, you know, so I feel like the armor of God sometimes does not feel attainable. And I need little reminders of things. Um, if I'm feeling like I got to suit up and knuck, have some knuck a few buck energy, yeah. I wear my army fatigue pants. I'm yeah. not in army in real life, but it's like, yeah. no, it's a reminder. Literally with my clothes, every time I look at myself, it's like, all right. We got to be on it today. Like, you know, um, if I'm feeling very power and prosy, whatever, I'll wear like a yellow show. Now I wear me, but before yeah. my colors for the brand are yellow and black. So I wear something yellow and black. And it's like, yeah, we're going to kill this episode today. We're about to whatever. So yeah. I created this to just be a reminder, like you are affirmed by God and this, maybe this is your armor for today. Like maybe you couldn't send a prayer up by you making this decision. Like, all right, I can give you this hoodie and that's it. I was like, okay, well, that hoodie was made with me in mind, and you thinking to put it on, you have me in mind as well. Like, I feel like God can run with smaller things than we think. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what I want to do. I think breaking the perfectionism is the small things. It's gratitude, I think, is a huge thing, too. Yeah. Um, and taking the small steps. So, like, yesterday when I woke up, I was not launching anything today. Yeah. <laughs> yesterday, 
I was on live on YouTube and I was listening to myself while I'm talking. I had no notes. I'm listening to myself and I was like, I have no reason to not do this. So I'm editing the mm-hmm. podcast that came out today and I'm ed- I'm listening to myself again. Yeah. And I was like, that's really good. Everything I'm saying, I'm like, that's good. <laughs> I went to go write the newsletter <laughs> and I was like, okay, you need to say something about this. You keep updating the people. What's the update this week? And I feel like I heard like the update is the link. Like just drop it. Yeah. Yeah. And I did not plan to do that 24 hours ago. Like, you know, so I think that's breaking up perfectionism. For me, I had a way I was supposed to roll that out. Like it was a full fledged, like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I didn't do none of the ways that I planned for months on how I was going to launch it. And it didn't look like that at all. And I feel peace. I feel great. Yes. <laughs> how I'm doing it. That's how I plan to break it. It's continuing to do that. Um, yeah. Get into the spirit. Get into myself, like trusting, like, no, you've put in enough work where even though it doesn't look how you thought, that doesn't mean that it's a bad idea. Right. And, you know, it's you're one of many launches. Like, you know, it's not like one and done. Oh, my God, they're going to judge me off this one launch. And oh, no, it's not even like that. Like, and I mean, granted, in the moment, it's probably like, no, they're really going to they going to judge me off this one launch. They ain't going to. The second launch, they ain't going to do nothing. But no, like, we're, like, from the outside looking in, I can say that, like, we've been waiting. Like, we've just been waiting for you. Like, you have been, like, block, block, eh, nope. But we're, like, whenever you're ready, sis. <laughs> like, like, and I'm just so, again, proud of you for just, like, pulling the trigger, for real. Because, man, it's, it's, like... I, I know this is your first one, but like I'm already excited for your second one and your third no, one. Same, same. Yeah. I'm watching a podcast. Are you kidding me? I was shaking in my boots. Like, <laughs> podcast, what's going on? Uploading on YouTube for the first time and then posting on my Instagram that I have a new vlog. What? Like, it was like, and yeah. I just have to remind myself, you've already done this. It's like a new form. Like, yeah. you never apparel before sure but you literally done the scary thing multiple times already yes yep. yeah and you're gonna keep doing it so apparently yep. <laughs> <laughs> so i um i just want to ask you i think one last question before we go into our segments um so like looking ahead where do you see yourself in your brand in the next like let's say like five years Next five years, I need to be paid. Like that's first off, yeah. for real. Um, I think my impact is gonna be deeper with myself. Like when I say something, I believe it way quicker, way faster. I'll be saying stuff in year five that I wouldn't have dared even thought today, and I hope that I think in my head it's gonna take five years, but I put in the work and it's three. Like you know, like I feel like that is interpersonally where I'll be um, and hopefully, I mean, I'm sure I'll continue to share. And so that'll spark a movement with other people. Um, I also think forever a part of my brand will be cool kids. Like I've been saying that since episode one, like what's up cool kids, you're tuned into the Power and Pros podcast. Like I just think I really do not like when Christianity is presented as stale. It's like, oh, like I do not. I don't want to be in that group. I want to be in that number. So I feel like no matter what I do, um, presenting 
God, the, the, the fullness of God, which points back to the fullness of us, um, will be in whatever I do. I see a lot more speaking engagements. Who knows? I can see me having a conference or retreat and bring people together to practice in a safe space of sharing our stories, our narratives. Um, Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, definitely more apparel launches collapse. Nike was good. Like, you know what I mean? Like I see a bunch of that and, um, I don't know. Maybe I could be like touring. Speaking of people, I see. Yeah, like that's such a good question. Oh, and I'll definitely be in the next five years. I'll definitely be an author for sure. Yes, yes. I want a poetry book. Like, come on, you see it. Listen, you speaking it, so it's done. It's it's already done. Listen, I am so blessed to be in your presence. Um, I mean, physically, but like, kind of. But I'm (laughs) blessed to know you. You know, because you're so. You're so multifaceted, you're so brilliant, you're so talented, and I just want you to know that. Um, and I, I'm, oh, child, it must be the hormones. I get emotional real easily, but like, I'm thankful for you, is what I'm gonna say, so. I'm thankful for you. Yes. I'm so happy to be on the Divine Glow and just connect with more people. Um, you're just reminding me that like, yeah, there is power in your voice, girl, and that's why you need to be talking and chitting and chatting yeah. with people, yeah. and that, I think a lot of times we feel like our stories are so unique and that's mm-hmm. what makes us a freak. And it's like, well, I can't share this. Like nobody's mm-hmm. going to get it. And then you have brand of people on the internet yeah. that get it. Yeah. And they're like, no, that analogy you said was really good. And I'm like, oh, y'all understand what I'm saying? Like that's right. beautiful. Right. So I'm just thankful because um, you're a friend of me. Because yeah, I mean, y'all watch me figure this out in real time. So right. I'm very appreciative to have a tribe a collective, a gang with me on this journey because it just, nobody wants to go at it alone and that's not no. the wisest way to do it. So right. it's like we in this together. Right. Well, listen, I do have a segment where you could shout out all your people. But before we get there, um, I want to move into our Empowerment EP segment. So this segment is really dedicated because I'm a music lover um, and I have a playlist that I have created with all the songs that, the uh, you know previous guests have chosen that are part of their strength and inspiration on their journey so far. So I'm gonna ask you, cause we gotta add yours to the list. Um, mm. What are those three songs for you that are a source of strength and inspiration on your journey right now? Or in general, whatever you choose. Mm. Not you catching me off guard. Okay. There's a song called Put It On God. Uh-huh. Lim Blaze. I'll send it to you. Okay. Amazing song. It's a little upbeat. But every time I get nervous, anxious, worried, I'm like, mm. put it on God. Like, that is not on me. <laughs> so that has been, I mean, game changer for this gotcha. season. Ooh, ooh, I cannot believe I've almost forgot this song. Uh, this song "Near" by Travis Green and Forward City. Oh yes, I love Travis Green. Oh my gosh. Um, are these all Christian songs? No, doesn't have to be. Ah, are they typically though? No, there's like Kendrick. There's like I was like, I mean, I can't pick my last one though. It's hard. Um, 
because uh, it's like you said got me through this year. My number one artist this year, embarrassed, embarrassed. But it was hmm. Aubrey Drake Graham. It was. It was Aubrey Drake Graham. I'm sorry. I imagine you using his full cover. Oh, I have a playlist and it's called Aubrey Drake Graham and it's my favorite Drake song. Wow. Like, <laughs> I, I went to Drake's first tour ever. Like, I'm sorry, but yes. I was like, I'm not nobody's stand because like people know like they can tell you facts of this and xyz like i'm not yeah. a fan. but i am a fan unfortunately like i have to say i think he's changed a little bit but yeah drake is my homeboy um so i feel like i definitely can tee up to drake i have a playlist where i like put songs listen like current songs that are like getting me hyped but it changes i change it every couple weeks so that's how i'm like yeah, uh, I don't know what's on there. I was like bumping Whitney Houston the other day, but um, also who else? I don't know. I like a lot of different things. Some stuff that helped me because I was sad this year was like, I don't know, some art like R&B or whatever. Yeah. Um, there'll be other moments where I'm like, okay, I need to get into my deep worship bag. And then there'll be other moments where I'm like, I just need to wrap this out. Like, you know, so. And that's okay. <laughs> okay. I think sometimes I used to think, because um, even when I look at the playlist now, right, it's a mix. And I was like, I don't know, because I was, I was, I'm not going to lie, I was a little convicted, mm. not about the playlist, but like just about what I was watching, what I was listening to, mm-hmm. and does it align, you know, what does it glorify God? Mm-hmm. And um, at the time, I was like, mm, no, not really, but... I guess it's culture, but like, am I choosing culture or the kingdom? Kind of what it came down to. And um, I always make sure that I like, at least, yeah, I'm listening to lyrics, but I, I need to read the lyrics. Mm-hmm. To know, especially nowadays, because I don't know, child, they could be talking about Satan, Satan. I'm like, what? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Because honestly, like, that's real. Like, whatever is going into my, mm-hmm. my temple, it affects me. And yeah. I don't, I don't want that. And you wonder why, like, I got anxiety or depression, and I'm like, no, I don't, I don't need that. Mm-hmm. So I am very um, cognizant of just like, yeah. I mean, granted, whatever empowers you empowers you. It may be different from others. I respect that. Um, that's why I'm not like so. Like when you asked me, it was like, do it have to be gospel? Absolutely not. But at the same time, it's it's what you like. It's not what I like. Yeah. You know? I've definitely been finding, um, I've been trying to find, I think TikTok is really good for this, trying to find different songs that are, I call them little Christian bops, you know, but yeah. they're not straight up like the Clark sisters. Like, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. Right. We got to switch it up and put it on God is that. And this year has been a big jazz year for me. I was not a jazz mm. girly, but Robert Glasper. Mm, I don't know. Has a lot of, yeah, Robert Glasper. He he's on a couple covers like he did so beautiful um, by Music Soul Child, but it's a cover, but it's like beautiful. But he also mm. just has his own little cuts, and they're great. So that's been yeah. helpful, especially if I'm writing or if I'm editing. I need to listen to my edit, but I kind of want something in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's something a little smooth, and it get me yeah. through it. So yeah. yeah, this year has definitely been a big music year for me. My music 
minutes was super high. <laughs> <laughs> Your rap was looking real good, huh? No, it was crazy. It was like twenty five hundred minutes. Jesus, yeah. yeah was, Listen, I appreciate that. Um, so we're gonna go into shine the light on them. Um, I definitely want to give you this time um, just to show gratitude to your people um, and just let them know how much you appreciate them. Aww, first person, my little sisters. I'm talking about little. She's literally a grown taxpaying adult. But my <laughs> little sister, Christina, love you so much, girl. Um, she's been such a huge person in my corner this year. Um, she actually helps me with the launch. Um, so she is my partner with the Cool Kids Collective and she's just like so dope. Um, she makes merch for other people with their companies and she was like, of course, like you my sister, like why wouldn't I help you out? So yeah. um, this creates it. That's my girl. Love her down. Um, my besties. Oh my gosh. Kaylin, Marissa, Kyra, Jazz. I love y'all. They have been there for me. Um, Tia, are you kidding me? She's been so great. Um, my family at Epiphany Brooklyn. It's my church. Love them down. Some days, yeah, that's my church. Like they're my people, How and I am so thankful. Like any moment I need to vent, get some ice cream, hang out. People are there. If I'm like, please don't text me, they like copy. I'll check in next week. Like they're like mm -hmm. so. I'm very thankful um, for that community. I mean, my pastors, everybody, and my mama. Um, I am just. All my people, like my people know who they are, um, but I've definitely, I mean, this year has been the most taxing. It's challenged me in so many ways, and I think it has changed my relationships a lot. What I need, I don't even know how to communicate what I need sometimes because I don't know. There are times when I'm just scared to ask. There are times I don't even know what to ask. Um, I'm sharing an idea, and I'm like, this sounds crazy, and they're like, no, it doesn't. And there are other times I'm like, this don't sound crazy. They're like, yes, it do. <laughs> so they really... All of them in their own ways, their own seasons, own times have been there for me. Um, and I can't I can't thank them enough. I can't wait till I got a jet and I can take them wherever they want to go. <laughs> yes. Yeah, listen, that is that's beautiful. And I mean, I'm gonna shout him out on behalf of both of us. Jesus. Oh, cool for sure. The original cool kid. Listen. Jesus is I, the original cool kid. I love when you say that because it's like I never thought about it that way, <laughs> but he is. I wouldn't have anything. I'm like, God, seriously, God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, all three of them have, my relationship with all three of them have changed this year. Um, seeing God as a father, huh? Like that has yeah. completely this year. Um, Jesus didn't just become Lord. I feel like Jesus has always been my homeboy. He came, became more Lord this year because, like, oh, I really got to, like, tune in what you're talking about. <laughs> but mm -hmm. he also was just a friend this year when I felt alone and, like, nobody get what I'm going through. Yeah. Holy Spirit, you want to talk about a confidant? What? Like, oh, my goodness. So, yeah, the Trinity has been holding your girl down this year and yes. pointing me left, right. Actually, don't go nowhere. Hold up. Like, so thankful. Um, I didn't know how I was going to eat there's videos that i have up about that where i'm gonna live how yeah. can i still have fun in the city i don't got no money in the city child like all of it yeah and i was like i got you we got things we, we can we can cook something up and it's something happens every time and so yeah for of course the yeah, trinity, yeah. yeah. yeah right <laughs> all day i just love when you say he's the cool kid i just you know anyway <laughs> um but yeah i i think honestly when you were saying epiphany church i was like 
if it, if I didn't meet you on YouTube, I probably would have met you there only because I went there one time. Mm. It wasn't on a Sunday. They were having like an event. Um, they were streaming like Jackie Hill Perry's. Oh, um, you went to that. I went that one night. It was like a Friday night. Mm -hmm. um, didn't make it a Saturday. But I was like, listen, either way, I felt like we were meant to cross paths. And I, that just, I don't know. I'm just putting it out there. Like, that's it, so cool. Yeah. But they're, they're pretty dope. Um, my church is, I. Even though it's virtual, I love Transformation Church. Um, mm -hmm. I went there one time for their conference. And oh, nice. I was like, man, this feels like home. So I don't think I would ever move to Tulsa. No shade to Tulsa, but like, <laughs> I would just visit, you know what I'm saying? Um, unless there's a change in family arrangement. But, yeah. you know, like Transformation Church is like definitely that home church for me. And um, one thing I actually, speaking of Transformation Church, um, Pastor Mike, I think this past Sunday, yeah, this past Sunday during service, he was um, talking about triumphs and like just trying. And I think that like pretty much sums up like our whole episode of just like, listen, you don't have to do the grand thing. Like God is not asking us to do this grand thing. It's just very simple things like, waking up out of bed in the morning that is triumph like being able to just like i don't know a write write down one thing like he he gave an example of like him writing his book mm. and um all he wrote down was the title like relationship goals mm -hmm. and then he closed his laptop and was like triumph <laughs> like that's it like that's it that's all you need to do it's not like god is like yeah write these seven pages Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, you you onto something. No, open up that laptop, make that phone call, go into the DM, send the email. As yeah. I always say, do it, do it, just do it. Shout out to Nike again because we <laughs> <laughs> listen. <laughs> that that is the the biggest thing that at least I take away from our conversation, and it and it still holds true for like everything that um you know, at least on this platform that I've talked about so far is just like, just taking that step. And um, that's what I want to inspire people to do. You know, um, I wouldn't be here on this, on a mic, what? That's, if you knew me like five, a year ago even, like Mike where, podcast where, life coach maybe, but no, like this is nothing but God too. Like I, it took me a long time just to even just step out and like be and use my voice. That's why I was very much like interested in like, man, how did you find your voice? Because it took me a long time to find mine. Anybody you ask that um, know, has known me or known of me, like I voice, I was very much in the shadows. Like I didn't want to listen. Ashley is not here. Like, nah. So you know, it's different walking with him and knowing that, you know what, like, I'm not alone and just trusting him that, yes, I'm using my voice now. I'm speaking and sharing, even you sharing your story, um, I'm alongside with you. And I'm just like, listen, this is beautiful. And um, again, I'm just happy that you uh, are here and just sharing your magic and your just you know, yourself, you know, with us. So thank you so much. Thank you. So um, let the people know where they can connect with you. Drop your socials. 
for people people you can keep up with the kid on all the things um my personal pages are going to be zest of desk things like lemon zest of desk um, so that's where i am tiktok twitter instagram all the things and then you can keep up with the podcast and all things cool kids collective at power in pros podcast we're on apple we're on spotify we're on all the places um youtube we're real consistent as ashley was pointing out i've been going live and all types of things there so you can keep up with my entrepreneurship journey um and then just any inspirational words that i get as i'm trying to navigate this living authentically with god life on there um and yeah when i go on trips and whatnot that's on instagram <laughs> yes I wait to connect with y'all where it well hopefully hold on hold on where can they find the t-shirts and the merch right right see i gotta i gotta get used to pubbing it so powerandpros.com is where you can find the cool kids shop and get your pre-orders popping um everything will be to everybody at the top of the year and i'm so i'm telling y'all it's just been such a labor of love and i'm really yeah, I'm excited for part two as well, but this launch is like so near and zero. The packaging, the everything, like it's just like you feel it. And I can't yeah. wait for y'all to feel it live. So yeah, powerandpros.com is where you can tap into all of that. Yeah. And you can also subscribe to my newsletter via the website where you can tap into all the cool kid happenings. I share a little inspo every Wednesday morning. And if I have any coupon codes or exclusive drops, you'll be the first to know. Hey, well, all of this will be down in the show notes for you. And thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode with Destiny Bonds. Um, she is definitely going to be one that you remember. Please check out her merch and her brand. It is so beautiful. And she is a beautiful being. And I'm so happy to have her here. So until next time, guys, let your divine glow shine, babies. Check out next time. If you're feeling inspired by today's episode and you're ready to transition from an unfulfilling nine-to-five job to purpose-driven entrepreneurship through powerful mindset shifts and spiritual alignment, I'm here to guide you as the Divine Glow Coach. I'm here to offer you a complimentary exploration call. Simply visit the link in the show notes to schedule yours today. During this conversation, we'll connect uncover your unique path, and explore how Divine Glow Coaching can empower your journey. This is your chance to elevate your business and mindset. I'm genuinely excited to have a conversation with you and support you on your incredible journey of transformation.